I'm I'm back. Can you can you hear me now? Sounds good. Okay. Hi. All right. Um, is Sam joining or? Sam's on his way. He's excited about it. He said he fixed his internet. My my drink is straight up. I didn't put ice in it. So. Wow. Is it a margarita? I know my drinks. Is it like slushied? No. I I put it in a shaker. So it had ice in there. But it's cold enough. uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't want ice in it because then the condensation would get all over the table. And, you know. Yeah. Good good thinking. That's why you need coasters. Mm-hmm. I use I use old bills. I use old bills up here for uh, for my coasters. Old bills. Old bills like money. Like, like bills from uh, companies that need my money to continue to provide services. Does it ever leak? leak Not through? bills of sale or what? <laughs> I might have my car's title up here. <laughs> I use, Matt, uh, you're super wealthy. Why don't you just uh, use a regular coaster? Yeah, dude. Well, I mean that's a real bachelor pad mood move. I just don't have any office coasters. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I have a lot of credit cards I need to activate. I gotta say, this office is coming along pretty slow. That bad boy. Whoa. You know, you've been there how long? <laughs> Tried um, to put a punching bag up at one point. <laughs> two years? That didn't work. Well, it fell off. Punching- and I, I haven't put it back up because my hands are so dry from COVID mm-hmm. that if I punch on the punching bag, it, I get abrasions. Is it is it from hand washing or just COVID? Do you have COVID? Hand washing. Your, your hands COVID. dry? COVID hand washing. That's one of the, the major limitations in mixed martial arts is dry skin. You know, that holds a lot of people back, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, I could imagine retiring because of it, right? Just like the constant MRSA infections in your hands. Yeah. You know? So you got the punching bag frame. I don't want to break. But now we got a picture. We got one picture hung up. Uh-huh. Which is, uh-huh. this is a start. What is? What are we looking at there? There's... I have another one, too. Okay. I have another one, too. Wait. Oh. That's me with with Pat. From It's Pat. I met, I met, uh, uh, what's her name? Julia? Uh, we met, uh, when she was promoting the film It's Pat. Mm-hmm. And she came to a, um, like a Best Buy near me and did an autograph signing. I think I was like nine at the time. I went and met Pat from It's Pat. Julia Sweeney. Julia Sweeney, that's right. She and, dated uh, Quentin Tarantino in 1994. She also appears in Pulp Fiction. When I met her, she was quite nice, but I could tell that she was getting sick of the character and she wasn't Mm. excited about the movie. Wow. It's such an early age, too. A movie which I I think is I think that movie is a little underrated. There were some there were some good ideas in that movie. Right, Sam? No. Not at all. You're insane. You're doing this contrarian shtick that you always do when you fetishize these crappy Gen X uh, products. No, there's nothing underrated about It's Pat, the film It's Pat. Uh, (laughs) Do you think it's rated? Or is it overrated? (laughs) You're saying it's underrated. I hope it's I hope it's rated. If they released an unrated I think it's better than Coneheads. I think it's better than it's Coneheads. We would find out exactly what gender she was. Shouldn't we be talking right. about Oh, that's a pretty good bit, John. No, that's, we don't. That's funny. Thank that's you. funny. I like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> if At it the was end, made today. If it was made today, we would know. <laughs> no. It was, it was unrated. No, we wouldn't. As in, like you know, no, they would just make it even more ambiguous. Like you would see, you would see their body, and you wouldn't understand it. Okay, it doesn't work now because we're so much more comfortable with gender queer people. Now, are we going to talk about serial killers on on this episode? I know Hope is a huge fan of she's an expert killer. Well, one Nancy Pelosi in particular, Hillary Clinton. (laughs) 
She's a huge fan of Ted. She's a Ted person, and that's fine. I mean, Ted's one of the all-time greats. I think Ted is probably among serial killers who were caught. Uh, you can't really beat Ted. I, uh, I he's way up there. Now, what do you mean in terms of I what still, is he one of the all-time greats? Um, how prolific he was. Just um, celebrities in general. <laughs> how he's an innovator. Um, uh, he's, he's unusual, which is always great. Cause like he, he killed a lot of, uh, wealthy white women. Um, so any, mm. any, any serial killer that kills, um, wealthy people is unusual, right? Almost all serial killers cut that out entirely and just kill homeless women or, uh, prostitutes. Uh, but Ted, Ted like went to a sorority house and killed sorority girls. That's like, you know, that's like movie stuff, right? That that was basically his last killing, though, because he got caught pretty quickly after that. But well, he was shooting for the stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was on the run. Once he got on the run, he was like, he threw caution to the wind for sure. Well, yeah, like he um, when he jumped out of the courthouse window in the middle of his trial in Colorado and just ran into the the mountains for two weeks and. He escaped back. twice. Mm-hmm. He yes. escaped twice. I don't. I off the top of my head, I can't think of any other serial killers who escaped. That's fucking crazy. So, like, they brought him back and they locked the windows, or what? Uh, <laughs> escaping they, in the nineteen eighties, like you're you're escaping in modern in modern America, you manage to escape. That's pretty impressive stuff. Uh, he's smart for a serial killer. Most serial killers are well below uh, average IQ. Nope, that's uh, a lie. They're either one or the other. So very few serial killers are of normal intelligence. Mm, wow. How many serial killers have above... How many serial killers do you think have above average intelligence? I, I would say it's it's a good split. Like if you look at um, psychological analyses of serial killers, there's... A lot of common traits they all have, but it seems to be like very polarizing where they either are like the creepy guy or girl or whoever um, who grew up and had like a really bad home life and was dumb and blah, blah, blah. Or it was someone who you would have never thought, but there's just, I don't know. Let me put it to you this way. There's no, there's no serial killers who have a significantly above average intelligence, right? So like no, Ted, Ted was probably like 120. Ted was probably like 120, right? Yeah, Matt, where's your source for this? Where, no, how do you I'm know? looking this up. I read it today, but I don't know. When you join Mensa, you start to get a feel for this kind of thing. And So Ted, Ted was like smart enough to be a lawyer. He was smart enough to get through law school, right? He didn't make it through law school. He, because he ran away. But he was smart <laughs> enough to do it. He was smart enough to do it, right? Like he could have done it. He had the intelligence to do it. And like, um, he was also unwell enough. He acted as his own lawyer in his trials. Um, of course, another gr- amazing thing about him. Yeah. It's also his case is the first one that they tried using bite mark evidence, um, which isn't a great form of evidence, but that's another it's fun junk. Fact. Mm-hmm. It's absolute junk, but, but they used oh. it to get Bundy before they knew it was junk. Well, the other wow. thing that happened is they, because they got Bundy, because they got Bundy, they were like, well, it worked that time, right? And so then they started using it in other cases. And that's when a lot of innocent people got convicted. I, I, know, I never said I, it was right or anything. I just said it's interesting. Yeah, I don't even know why we need to have guests on the podcast because Matt seems to provide all the talking that anyone needs. Oh, It burn. should be the Matt show. It can, that's why we have guests. <laughs> we'll talk amongst yourselves, Sam. You, you should you should rename it Centrist Madness. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I think we should. Eh, that's not true. Sometimes we we say stuff. In I thought of a great joke the other day. Um, you know how uh, at South by Southwest they have like a like a podcast festival now. No, but go on. They have like yeah. podcasts at South by Southwest. Did you know that? 
They should change the name of it to Pod by Podcast. They should change the name of South by Southwest to Pod to Pod by, by pod- Podcast for the podcast because of segment. all the podcasts. Oh, okay. I, I think he's saying just for the podcast session. Yeah, Pod by Podcast, but you have to say it that way. Are you going to Pod by? Are you going to Pod by? Pod by. <laughs> okay, guys, talk amongst yourselves. You can't just have an on-off switch. You need to find a way to engage with other people in a. Re- yeah, you should like talk to people the way normal adults do, <laughs> like a normal amount of contributing, uh, not just like okay, I'm gonna rant for well, five minutes and okay. then talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Will I catch my breath? Hope, hope. Who are your other favorites? Oh, there's so many. Jeffrey Dahmer's great. Um. John Wayne Gacy, um, all the typical ones, you know. I like Ed Kemper. Uh, you you tweeted about Aileen Warnos the other day. She she's an interesting one because um, she's I, I would say she's probably the most well known uh, female serial killer. Now, have you seen the uh, film about Aileen Warnos, 2003's Monster, directed by Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins? And uh. So whoever starred as her won the Academy Award for Best Actress. Yes, yeah. Charlie's Theron. Yes. I have not seen it, but oh, I know well, that. It... <laughs> All my sources are from Wikipedia. No. <laughs> but I I also found so I was looking up Bailey Mornos and then I was very intrigued because I, I don't not like I don't care, but my I like learning things about serial killers like lives and their cases and like more interesting things. I'm not like who did they kill and how. Um and then also it's it's very interesting because it's how how do they get away with it? Usually, especially in today's day and age, people feel that like cases are pretty easily solved and like DNA can solve anything and stuff. So which it can't, but um so i was looking up i don't know death penalty and stuff and my new favorite wikipedia article is um prisoners last meal requests when they're on death row Mm, that is interesting there's a photo exhibit of that where the guy just like took pictures of all the last meals and it's it's super nuts because they're so diverse wikipedia has a list of fictional ducks so of course they're gonna have last meals as well Okay. Do you want to hear what one of my favorite ones? Yeah. It's what one Pizza Hut medium super supreme deep dish pizza with double portions of mushrooms, onions, jalapeno peppers, and pepperoni. A second pizza with three cheeses, olives, bell pepper, tomato, garlic, and Italian sausage. Ten eight-ounce packs of Parmesan cheese. Ten eight-ounce packs of ranch dressing. One family-sized bag of nacho cheese-flavored Doritos, 8-ounce jalapeno nacho cheese, 4-ounce of sliced jalapenos, 2 large strawberry shakes, 2 bottles of cherry Coca-Cola, 1 supersized order of McDonald's fries with extra ketchup and mayonnaise, and 2 pints of strawberry ice cream. Oh, man. Now this guy's having french fries with mayonnaise? I mean, he did something bad enough to (laughs) to get him killed, so... I don't think he has the best Talk about twisted. <laughs> who was the guy who just ordered a single black olive with the pit still in? Um, I can look it up. It's in my spreadsheet that I made today. That one is just like ugh. Um, it's Robert Well, um, male. He was killed in Wayne County, Ohio on September 25th, 2002. <laughs> oh my god. It's like That's crazy. Yeah. That one just gives me chills. Is it true there's a lot of serial killers from Ohio? Hope you should watch. You should watch the Nick. The Nick, like Nickelodeon. The Nick. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Did you stop because of the lag and you didn't want to interrupt Sam? Is that what happened? All right, so uh, serial killers. <laughs> uh, Matt, bad, not good. Hope, hope, you bad should. Society. <laughs> this is terrifying. Hope. I think Matt's a serial killer. Hope. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. Mm. Hope, hope. Yes, hi. 
<laughs> oh. You should watch the Nick Broomfield documentary about Eileen Warnos, where he interviews her and really gets close to her and learns about her life and stuff. That's the best thing to watch about her. I, sh- I should. I should watch more things. So maybe that'll be a, a New Year's resolution. They get very intimate. Hey, why are you busting my balls? Everyone's busting my balls today. I don't know what's going on. Cut it out. I'm a nice why, guy. Why did you... Is there really a lag? I don't understand why you stopped in the middle of the Nick. <laughs> for like 10 minutes. <laughs> There's definitely a lag. Why did the Nick even come up? Because you said I should watch the Nick, and then you stopped, but you were saying the Nick something documentary on Aileen Warnos. Oh, the Nick Broomfield. The yeah. Nick Broomfield on Aileen Warnos. Um, well, <laughs> I kept getting interrupted. No, you didn't. You know? Okay. I, I think it's because it's of the delay. So he just heard what Sam had asked, which was, are there a lot of serial killers from Ohio? Oh, uh, right. Which I would say probably, yeah. Yes. yes. It seems like oh. it. And I was waiting for Hope to answer that question. Okay, I'm sorry. Also, I think you all know, but this is the first podcast I've ever been on, so I have no idea what the heck I'm doing, so oh, apologies. Wow. Oh, you could say the same thing about the people who run this podcast. But That's you too, buddy. I'd say um, <laughs> there are a decent amount from Ohio, the Midwest, uh, what I learned is... We're going to fix it in post. We're going to fix it in post. Oh, okay. <laughs> but keep the, the Nick in. <laughs> yeah, please. Now, I uh, know there's a lot of serial killers from the Midwest, but I'm but, asking about Ohio. I I don't know. I, I did a little... Because, again, data is very interesting. Like, you can honestly manipulate it to tell whatever story you want. But, um... There's so many different factors and stuff. And so I, I did not look up exactly how many serial killers are from Ohio. But I was going to say I found that most serial killers did their killings in places that things were a little bit more spread out, um, which makes a lot of sense. Like you're not going to necessarily just like murder someone in a, the middle of a city. So too many people. Right. Runs. But um, does that mean small towns or like very rural areas? Or like how spread out? I I did not. I'm not an expert on this, so I don't know what to <laughs> say. But what What makes you interested in serial killers? I don't know. I just think it's it's interesting. It's it's also something where it's it's a very real thing. But I I mean, not to my knowledge, I don't know any serial killers personally, and like most people don't really have any contact with them, but. You always hear about them, and then it, it's interesting where there's so many similarities, but then there's so many differences between them, and it's all it's all just very interesting because it's like if you have someone who maybe commits because technically the definition of a serial killer is someone who kills. It's a lot three. better now, guys. I think I was the problem. Okay, I think you were too. Um, but the, the definition of a serial killer is someone who kills more than three people, like with at least weeks apart on separate occasions where it's, they're repeatedly killing. Like someone who kills 10 people in a day isn't a serial killer. So it's also interesting because for the most part, the ones you hear about kill so many people or they have these like wacky situations. And it, it's hard for me at least to kind of comprehend how it happens with like, how were they not caught or what, what did they do? And, that and they're they're just wacky. They're wacky people. Right. Hope have you have you ever heard of the Doodler? No. <laughs> the Doodler was a serial killer in San Francisco, and he would take men back to his apartment, gay men, and he would paint nude paintings of them and then murder them. Several of his victims escaped and they would refuse to cooperate with the police. So they knew who he was. They knew he was a serial killer, but they would refuse to tell the police. Is this the guy Harvey Milk knew about? Harvey Milk knew about him. Yeah. So like Harvey Milk knew that these guys knew who he was and they and he supported them in their decision to not reveal it because revealing it would out them. And then they'd be a target. So he just stopped and his name has never been revealed. 
Whoa. Wait, he's an unidentified serial killer? Yes. Wow. No, those are always like so refreshing because... But people knew who he was, right? Like, it's not like no one has the, the means to come forward and say. So 40 years later, 45 years later, no one has spilled the beans about who he was. I find it very strange that anyone could make the moral decision in their life to not like coming out was so difficult that they would not want to stop a serial killer. They were more comfortable with the guilt of letting him kill other people than coming out. Yeah. This is all true. This is all true. Totally nuts. That that kind of makes sense cuz um what's it called? A lot of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims weren't out and so they were kind of doing things so no one really knew that they were going out and about to these clubs or wherever they were going because it was all very secretive wasn't that but that was more of an issue of the cops not taking them seriously right no 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 i'm not saying anyone got away but it's right where you have someone whose victims are not hiding where they're going but then you have someone where they kind of find out but there's less evidence because they're not telling everyone hey i'm going to a gay club to to hook up with someone tonight, or I don't know. <laughs> right. Do you think Jeffrey Dahmer was hot? No. I think he was hot for a serial killer, that's for sure. I don't think so. Is really? that a deal breaker? You mean, <laughs> yes, it is a deal breaker. I would okay. never date a serial killer. I mean, talk about high maintenance. <laughs> poor, poor Liz Klepper. She didn't even know, oh, and she did. Oh, boy. Now, Ed Kemper was kind of a tall guy, right? Oh, I well, yes. So I said Liz Klepper, who was Ted Bundy's girlfriend, like long-term girlfriend. She like dated him. Is he the, the one he time. proposed to? No. Then there was this woman. Her name was like Carol Boone, I believe. She was hot. Um, she was hot, no. right? No. But do you um, know? Have you seen that moment in the trial? Have you watched the trial and when he proposes to her? Mm-hmm. Yes. I just watched it today because I watched the Ted Bundy tapes again. The naked, the naked desire she had for him. No woman has ever looked at me with that kind of desire. Like she was just in its pure infatuation. It's really something to see. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's also Ted Bundy was hot. You'd admit Ted Bundy was hot. I I don't find him attractive. You don't think Ted was hot? Um. Luca Magnata, are you into that kind of twink thing? <laughs> but, and if um, you are. But back to Sam's question, Ed Kemper was very tall. He was six foot nine, or is six foot nine. He's actually still alive, which is not uncommon. But again, a lot of serial killers, they'll either get the death penalty, they're on death row, um, or a lot of, like even Jeffrey Dahmer, he got murdered in prison. A lot of them just like, or they commit suicide. So it's not super rare, but it's it's kind of weird that a lot of time has passed and he's still kicking it. But yeah, I had to write a, a paper about him in high school when I took um, horror English my senior year. And we all had to pick different people because we presented to the class. And so I just told my teacher to give me someone random because I didn't feel like learning who anyone was. And then nice. that's how I know who Aileen Mornos is because there was a boy in my class and he, he he was always like very funny. He was kind of a class clown and he like walked up and he's like, okay, so Aileen, here's the deal with her. <laughs> so. Oh, and I was reading up about her. One of her victims actually lived in the um, town I used to live in when I lived in Florida. Fun fact. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Where is that? Now- <laughs> Winter Garden. <laughs> It's right next to Orlando. It's nothing crazy. Do you think the reason Ed Kemper has lived so long in prison, uh, I mean, obviously he has a life sentence. That's why he had, but he hasn't uh, been murdered because he seems like a pretty polite guy. Yeah, no, he's chill. (laughs) I love Ed Kemper. Does that help you out in prison? (laughs) No, but. um, You know, the first day in prison, you're supposed to show impeccable etiquette to the uh, toughest guy there. You know, a lot of serial killers, when when they're caught, all of a sudden become very polite. Yeah, well, because they don't want to be killed or 
they also, because they're all very narcissistic, they kind of get the thrill of just talking about things, like, which is... A lot of them are like, the party's over. I know it's over. <laughs> yeah, and um, even, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, who's like, don't release me, I'll kill more people. And that's another interesting thing about Ted Bundy, is he swore that he didn't kill these people, and he was literally about to die, like, the next week, and then finally started speaking, because he knew it would buy him more time, or else he would have never... You can watch you can watch the interviews with Samuel Little, who just passed away, uh, probably the most prolific serial killer in American history. And uh, he's quite helpful. And it's just like, yeah, you guys got me. I'll try as best as I can to remember all the people I killed. And uh, guilty. All right. You got me. OK, I've been killing some people. There's no reason to act like the devil. You know, you're mm-hmm. retired basically now. <laughs> Yeah. So you're just talking about the old days. That sounds like how I am when I get pulled over for a like a traffic violation. I'm just like, ah, you got, I totally, yeah, okay. I've never been pulled over. Oh, really? Fact. That's nice. Watch me get pulled over next time I drive. <laughs> oh. Knock on wood. I knocked on wood for you. I did too. Hope, what's your favorite cocktail? I think I would have to say the one I'm drinking right now. The margarita, really. Yeah, but the way I make them is very good. You make them the classic way? The Hemingway style? Yeah, where it's just tequila, triple second lime juice. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. My problem with margaritas is the the ratio between triple sec, tequila, um, what's the other one? Lime? Lime juice, yeah. Yeah. It's, I I always do, I do... One part lime juice. You have to do a lot of part. math. No. Well, with all cocktails, you have to do math. Mm. I hate math. No, just kidding. Unless you want to eyeball it, you can eyeball other cocktails too. Yeah, well, like old fashioned, just dash a dash of bitters, throw some bitters in. Old fashions are so played out now. They were played out a hundred years ago. No, old, no, old fashions came back, right? Everyone was or- everyone was ordering old fashions in like 2015 because of Mad Men, right? Um, yes, and also just because like guys started like thinking it was a masculine cocktail to have. I've never had an old fashioned. It's all right. It's good. It's like mostly whiskey with a dash of bitters, some sugar. I like whiskey. I had a hot toddy for the first time. What was it yesterday? I don't know. I can't answer that question for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Bye, Sam. <laughs> now I abstain from alcohol, so um, I I can't really uh, contribute much to this conversation. Sam, are you uh, a pot I guy? believe I believe it is one of the most harmful drugs uh, to society. Uh, not not least of all because it is so permissive. It is our society encourages people to consume alcohol. They totally do, man. It's a social lubricant. Well, cocaine is a social lubricant and it's much less bad for you. But it's so hard it's so much harder to get. I know. Because our society I would switch to cocaine if I lived in the Andes. Well that's what you chew a few coca leaves, that's no big deal. I would love to chew coca leaves. Oh yeah, it's great. Like toothache or whatever. Mm. It doesn't, it doesn't like get you fucked up, you know, like, I mean, it's just, I think it's more like caffeine. Do you guys think it's problematic to do cocaine because it's part of an international criminal conspiracy? Yeah, totally. No, I don't. Every time you do cocaine, you're murdering someone. Now, what are you doing? That's why I don't do cocaine. Because you don't want to murder anyone? The drug business is so bad. Yeah, I'm no serious. So anyone, by that logic, anyone who does cocaine is basically a serial killer. Hope, where are you from? I'm from New York. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. What part of New York? Long Island. What? Long Island. Oh, Long Island. That makes sense. You just got, you got a beautiful accent. Thank you. It's very... Yeah. It's, it's like Americana, you know? <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> don't you live in Texas? Well, I but I don't have a Texas accent, do I? I don't know. You get a little I have something. You have something going on, whether it's an accent or what. I don't. 
I <laughs> accent, speech impediment. I don't have an accent at all. I don't think. He honestly, he has the the crazy eyes, the serial killer vibe. Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt said, "Now, now he's gonna go to Long Island. He's gonna oh, find me." Well, no, oh, he's not. Don't worry about it. I will not let that happen. I don't even know where Long Island is. I, I'm real bad at New you York geography. He's terrible. I don't understand it. The New York geography. The last episode, he was trying to, to tell me. me that like Central Park was in multiple boroughs. <laughs> He's like, no, it's not. Have just you ever Manhattan. been to New York? I was. I was in Queens though, and I didn't really get a feel for the geography. Of the- did you go? Did you go to visit? Did you live there? I went to visit. I went to the okay. U.S. Open. I, I I actually, I went to the U.S. Open when I was in second grade. My mom got free tickets. And she told me, Hope, you need to be quiet. Everyone at tennis games doesn't like when people talk. Uh-huh, and I didn't sure. like that. So we left early, and that was the day I got my ears pierced. I went and got my ears pierced. What year was that? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Sometime in the 2000s. This <laughs> like 2005? I just want to know who won that year. Probably. Yeah, because I know I graduated sixth grade in 09. Uh, <laughs> so oh my <laughs> minus four. Calm down, Matt. Um, so yeah, 2005. <laughs> I majored in math in college. See, nine minus four is five. Nice. Nailed that it. checks the out. Funniest, the funniest thing I've seen on Twitter in a long time is Hope posting this image of uh, with the caption that you've heard of Elf on a Shelf. Get ready for, and it, it was an image of uh, Hope's face on a uh, the slope plot graph thing. Like Y equals MX plus B slope. Hope on a slope. Hope on a slope. I thought that was the funniest thing I had seen in months. Yeah, you were you were cracking up. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah math jokes. Always good. Mm-hmm. Now what what is the difference? Uh then can you define serial killer again, Hope? <laughs> You're still thinking about serial killers? No. We're circling um, back. So so it's someone who kills like a three serial or more killer. people on separate occasions with a large amount of time in between. So I think they call them spree killers if someone kills like maybe like three people in like two weeks or something. Like to be a classified serial killer, you have to actually like murder people. I don't want to say on a regular basis, but like there needs to be some time. And I think that's the main aspect. It's it's multiple murders. With time passing by, it's not just like these big acts. It's like okay, they they feel the urge to kind of kill. I feel like we should make it two people, you know, because probably a lot of people would just be like, okay, I did it. You know, I'm a serial killer. I don't have to keep doing I this. Think, well, aren't there serial killers where it's just like, yeah, you killed two people. He's also a serial killer. So if you if you look online, technically the definition's three, but like some people consider two. Like, as long as the time passes, or some people don't even consider three, there needs to be four. So it's, like, like on paper, technically, the definition is three, but it's kind of open to interpretation. I personally, not like I don't consider those people serial killers, but, like, when I'm talking about a serial killer, I'm talking about someone who's killed, like, maybe at least five people who's, like... Right. Oh, I disagree. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Okay. So, like... I think three. You're definitely in the club if you do three. In the club? Right. Are you yeah. in the club? No. This is my whole problem with making it a club. We shouldn't be setting requ- like targets for people to hit. Like you know. Wait, I, for- nice I forgot and... my interesting discovery. Do you guys want to hear oh, when I was yeah, doing I, my I, analysis? I was very excited about this. So I'll, I'll give you the brief. I'm not going to get too into this because I feel like we've kind of moved on. But I took the... Because all like if you get capital punishment, it's on public record. I took the records of everyone who's been killed since 1976 when the death penalty was reinstated, and I took um, from Wikipedia the best source. Lots of smart people write on there. Matt's favorite unit of measurement. 
Um, anyone who is considered a serial killer who is active after the year 1950, because odds are they would have been killed 1976 or later, and that was like a safe bet, and I matched it up. So there were 50 people who were serial killers who were killed by execution. And um, so I I had these 50 people, and then I looked on my favorite article, The, the Last Meals, and so what I found, so 29 out of 50 of those people, their last meals were listed. So around 30 people, we have the meals. Um, eight of them declined their last meal request. They just had whatever they were serving or refused to eat, which I thought was interesting. That's 27.5% of the people we had data from. But I answered the, the age-old question, Coke or Pepsi. Six of them requested Coke and three of them requested Pepsi. So... It is now a proven fact that serial killers prefer Coke to Pepsi. Wow. Wow. Might be seeing this in a Pepsi ad soon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I was like, why Pepsi? But I don't want to be a serial killer. So. Very yeah. interesting. Now, is that overrepresentative of the general population, though? I think it Well, I, I don't think serial... Now, why are so many of our big serial killers white male boomers? I mean, I know why they're white and male, but there's a lot of boomers. A lot of these serial killers were boomers. Well, honestly, because I would say it's the, the time where it's like there was less technology and things weren't as tracked. Like now people like you carry your phone with you everywhere you go. Your phone knows where you are or like or you're going out doing things without your phone. That's a possible cause. But then also it's. I would, I would say it has to do with, like, white privilege and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, with Ted Bundy, there wasn't enough evidence. He was a, a mild-mannered law student from the Pacific Northwest. He, he can't be killing people. So they're, right. I think they're, they're able to get away with it longer. Um, also, you if you're a boomer, you probably got less attention from your parents, right? Because there's, there's more kids. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally, dude. Uh, you think you think boomers got less attention from their parents? Yes, because they had more siblings. I, I don't think that's crazy at all. This is hogwash. Gen X. Gen X got less attention than, from their parents. Uh, Gen why X were the latchkey kids. What, what, what about my generation? Oh, boy. The Zoomers? The Zoomers. Are you a Zoomer? No, no I'm, I'm I take, the, I'm I take the exception. I'm yeah. I'm You're a cusp? I'm I'm the first year of the Zoomers, but I don't identify well, as a Zoomer. And that's Zoomer. debated too. That's debated too. I, I'm still I push so hard against '97. I don't. I think it's too early. It's just absurd to say '97 is the beginning of the Zoomer generation. Uh, but I understand Pew Research and some other groups are kind of uh, making it hard for me to push against that tide. But I will. I will keep pushing for 2000 or 2001. Um, yeah, because otherwise millennial doesn't really mean, I don't know, what the fuck does millennial mean? Mm -hmm. It should be until the millennium and then there's a new one. I agree. Yeah, well, if they would listen to me, it would be 81 to 2001. I would say 2000 would be the cutoff. I'd say 99. But then it's also the argument where, like, if someone was born at the beginning of another generation, like, who do they feel they have more in common to? Right. More in common. I don't know. But... Well, I think someone born in 1997 has much more in common with someone born in 1992 than they do with someone born in 2002. Yeah. 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 Won't argue with that one. <laughs> this is the scariest moment of my life. <laughs> I think you guys have been really mean to me. You've well, accused me you of being doing? a serial killer. I want, I want you guys to be a little nicer to me. I'm no, the nice guy. Been doing? Oh, what have you been that. doing tonight, substance-wise? You tell me. Just a couple cocktails. What cocktails? We were going to talk about cocktails. Oh, you know, yeah. I want to get an endorsement from them. Who's it's a that? company. It's this company called Craft House Cocktails. They make pre-made cocktails. I got a couple smoky margaritas. Oh my gosh, we're both drinking margarita. I never got to finish my margarita recipe because you got so frustrated with the ratios and the math. Oh, sorry. Oh man, math God. No, that, oh, John did. That was me. Oh, oh yeah. John. I love ratios and math. I did you know I was I'm a math drunk. major in college? Surprise. I did. No, I'm not surprised. It makes sense. Yeah, Hope's kind of a math whiz. That's why you were on the slope. Yeah, exactly. 
But yeah, no, it's it's one part lime juice, one part triple sec, two parts tequila. So it's super easy, it's easy. if you take yeah, if you take like a kind of cup, you put what you fill it up once, you put lime juice in, you fill it up again, triple sec, and then tequila you do two times, or if you're fancy or like to mix it up, then you can do different tequilas or different ratios. Like for me, I like to infuse my own tequila because I like spicy food, so and drinks so um i'll infuse tequila with like hot peppers like jalapenos habaneros serrano blah 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 so i'll put that in but i don't put all of the infused tequila so i'll mix it or if you want to mix like silver reposado anejo you know and i'll do all one do you like bloody marys i do (sighs) i knew it i don't it's like a meal. I don't want a meal in my cocktail. You know, it's like a lot of work. It's a lot of work to make one. Mm-hmm. I ain't making one. It's probably the healthiest that's for cocktail. Sure. Yeah, well, it- and, and that's well, not the healthiest cocktail. I'd say it, it's relatively healthy. It's got the most vegetables. Um, the, the first time I had it. Yeah, I love I, fiber. I love, I love it's the highest fiber <laughs> cocktail. Antioxidants. And mimosas are great, but mimosas are watered down champagne, in my opinion. When people mm. are like, "Oh my god, I got so crazy off all the mimosas," I'm like, "You're better off just drinking wine." Yeah. Like, I don't know why you're you're just. That's just how I orange drink orange juice, juice anyway. So. <laughs> so I was at brunch once, and I was underage, and I thought it was so cool, and I got a Bloody Mary because I thought about all the sugar in the mimosa as well as that it wouldn't get me drunk as quickly it's all healthy sugar it's healthy sugar it's orange juice and champagne they don't add any other sugar to it do they no but orange juice is just straight sugar it's a straight fructose it really is it's 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 not a great drink <laughs> tomatoes mean, are actually sugary as far as like i think tomatoes are technically a fruit but like they're more sugary than vegetables so yeah. Are they technically a fruit? Or are they technically not a fruit? They're te- I think they're- Everything's technically a fruit. I think they are fundamentally a fruit. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> it's used as a vegetable. Oh boy. Okay. They grow well, on a well, they grow on a vine, right? You got your tomato vines. You know what's crazy? Hope is Hope's video is just so crisp. They don't grow on a vine. It's really good, yeah. It's a fucking Tomatoes plant, grow dude. on a vine. No, they don't. I, I got a new laptop over the summer, so thank you. To, what do you think tomatoes grow on? A tomato tree? Yeah, it's like a little sure. bush. Tomato vine. Tomatoes grow on vines, dude. It's what? like a, a bush of vines, though. I think you're both right. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll settle for that. Oh, oh, John, there's vine tomatoes and bush tomatoes. Oh, shit. Tomato, tomato. Oh, we were both right. The difference between vining and bush tomatoes. Vine? No. Oh, boy. Oh, remember vine, guys? R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, I think that's what Hope was playing on there. Everyone, well, what about the TikTok tomatoes? Am I right? Mm. What about the TikTok tomatoes? (laughs) I, I, I don't dislike TikTok, but now now I'm addicted to Twitter. So I feel like I'm more of a millennial than a Zoomer because I'm not as into TikTok. How did you get addicted to Twitter? Um, it, it all started on September 20th, 2020, when I went out to eat with my, my good friends from high school. And we went to this restaurant and we had bottomless sangria. We Ubered like 30 minutes and it was fantastic. And then I got added to this chat. That was titled Porno Mat Sexy Interrogation Hour. I've actually known Matt longer than I've known you, Sarah. Porno Matt's what? You've known Matt longer than me? Like, like by like 30 minutes, but yeah. That's the first Twitter person I met. Okay, by 30 minutes, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then then they were talking about me, and they were talking about my, my heritage, um, and then you messaged, I also want to give a shout out to my good friends, Jenny, Emily, and Pam. Um, but you messaged some of them and you were like, who is this girl? And, and then I, I got on my Apple watch, I got Sam Grady followed you. And, and then I got added to Grady chat and here I am. The rest of the history. 
And now and you're on the Centrist Madness podcast. The first yeah? episode of 2021. Yeah. What what number is this? I saw, I'm going to design a, a special mm. cover for this. I think this is going to be 40. I'm my rush. Oh, so you, wow. So you have some pre-recorded. You guys are This very- is 40. This is 40. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I should get 40. That's what we should call it. In honor of it. We should all, yeah. <laughs> Centrist Madness. 40 LV. podcasts. Is that Roman numerals? LV? Yeah. No. No. LLF. Oh, no. LV, right? XL. No. XL. No, it's XL. It's XL. No, you add after if it's after. Don't you subtract? No, no, no. You subtract it before you subtract. That's why it's XL. No, but. (laughs) This would be a great. Yeah, you got to design a logo for this one. (laughs) Like it's 40 years or something. You could call it Magic magic Matt XL. Centrist Matness. The, what was it? The, Centrist the pod, Madness. The podcast. What did you say? Pod by Pod West. Pod, podcast. Pod, pod by pod, Podcast. Pod, pod by Pod Murder. <laughs> got a time Centrist Madness presents This is 40 Pod by Podcast. This is definitely the yeah. serial killer episode, right? Magic Matt XL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Sam, do you Matt. want to do the Hollywood Minute? Let's get Sam's Hollywood oh, Minute. Yes, absolutely. All right, Sam's Hollywood Minute coming at you. The first Hollywood Minute of 2021. So the big story this week is Wonder Woman 1984 arriving on HBO Max. HBO Max's first um, first foray into their uh, plan to release uh, one of their uh, big studio films uh, a month. Uh, across across 2021, uh, which has been met with a ton of controversy, uh, not least of which came from uh, director of uh, Dune, Denis Villeneuve, who said they just killed any chance at a Dune franchise. But Wonder Woman 1984, the sequel to 2017's Wonder Woman, both directed by Patty Jenkins, arrived uh, this December. And uh, critically, it's not doing great. Um there's there's a lot of uh, people have problems with the lack of action, uh, too much humor, uh, some CGI looking a little wonky. And a lot of people, myself included, have a serious problem with a scene in which Wonder Woman saves a, uh, a group of boys playing soccer from a missile. And this is really interesting because in 2014, Israel launched a, a missile into... Uh, an area of Gaza where four young Palestinian boys were playing soccer and they all died. And who was uh, a member of uh, the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces? None other than Wonder Woman star Gal Gadot. Isn't that interesting? All right, this has been Sam's Hollywood Minute. Wow. You know, I tried watching I tried watching Wonder Woman 84 because I have HBO Max. And alone among all the offerings, Wonder Woman 84 will not function on my tv the color goes out it like glitches out and it's like not letting me watch it it's like the tv doesn't want you to so i just i just go right i just go right back to selena plus chef wait you know oh you oh my gosh it's so weird i'm talking to you now and knowing that this is the the man who lost selena gomez um this is a lot to take in you know what's great on hbo max it's a documentary it's called class action park what's it about it's it's about this park in new jersey that was called action park it was a big thing in the 80s and Uh it was like basically where you'd go to like have the wild weekend but like because it was the 80s all these like teenagers would go like unsupervised and get drunk and they didn't have any like safety protocols. Like they had a water oh. slide that would go in a loop and go upside Hope. down, but engineers didn't design it. And like, it's wild. My dad's been there. Hope. Have you read that really like incredibly nope. long article? <laughs> I don't read. I'm illiterate. Oh yeah. That's the other thing about hope. Uh, I think our listeners should know that hope uh, is not literate. And we're we're working to fix that. 
you can have someone read it to you. It's about like um, the corruption in the lifeguard business in New York, and oh, how that's interesting. And how like the like uh, one guy slowly started to control all of lifeguarding in New York. All of lifeguarding in New York City was controlled by like a patronage network that one guy was in charge of. It's wow. really interesting. And then like someone finally took him down. But like he he controlled it for like 60 years. That's crazy. Like kickbacks he, were involved. Was and he what, like what it 15 when he started controlling yeah, it? Yeah, he was like, like a lifeguard. <laughs> he was a lifeguard himself and then like just kept you know, ingratiating himself until he ran all of lifeguarding in New York. And as a result, a lot of people drowned. Like he was bad at his job. Like mm. the patronage network led to a lot of people doing the job. And it became like a really intense party scene among lifeguards as well. And no one wanted. Yeah. I was going to ask if this is because you can get laid as a lifeguard. Because it's not like a high paying job. You know what I'm saying? No, actually. Right. So two two things. One, if you're going to talk about like lower wage jobs, like something that would be roughly around minimum wage, lifeguards actually the best job you can have because you need certain certifications. Like, I mean, because I'm, I'm pretty young. So like most of my friends and me, it's like we all worked like retail or something pretty recently. But it was always all the bougie people would be lifeguards because it's like they would make a significant amount more per hour. So again, if it's, it shouldn't be, not shouldn't be, but like if it's your career, yeah, it doesn't pay well. But like, if you're some young kid, it actually is a pretty lit gig. And then, ew, I don't know why I say that, but um, it's funny because action park was mostly water park. Then they had like the parts with the cars. It was like over the, it, it's wild. And um, all the people that worked there were also like 14 or 15. So it was like this lawless place. Like they'd literally like put these crash dummies going down the water slides. And once they didn't come out like dismembered, they'd pay <laughs> like a hundred bucks to this 15 year old kid who worked there. And they'd be like, go down the side. I'll give you a hundred bucks if you do it. And they get like their teeth knocked out and stuff. And like, it's crazy. Like with the safety problems. And like, it was in New York, right? New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, yeah, I mean that's why you become a lifeguard is to get laid. It's like being it's like, you know, there's Were you certain jobs. A lifeguard? Oh, I wish. I wish. I, I I'm prone to moles. So I wouldn't want to I would <laughs> <laughs> I don't like a ton of sun exposure. I, I can't be an ocean lifeguard because I don't have perfect vision. I have glasses. Oh, that's why you can't be an ocean lifeguard? Well that's another issue for me too. I wear contacts. Me too? Uh, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about getting some LASIK. Ah, I'm right. thinking about yeah, so am I, so am I. They've been having a bunch of problems with LASIK, right? Like people, a lot of people got their eyes fucked up from it after years. Shut up! I don't want to know that. Well, it might be relevant if you're considering it. Is that true, John? Yeah, has, no, that's, has, that's what I've been things hearing. gone sideways with LASIK. Yeah, my understanding is that you need to do it again after 20 years. But I think some people are having, you know, like eye problems that can't be fixed. Tiger Woods Hope, did it. Please do not get a six hundred dollar eye job. <laughs> no, no, I would spend more on it. Oh, thank but God! It would just be part of the money. Because the the Versace belt I want is out of stock, so now I don't know what to do with my life. No, just kidding. Um, maybe maybe I'll buy stock in was it Dog Coin, Doge Coin. Uh, y- yes, Dodge Coin. Dogey? Dogey? It's Dogey? Dogey? What? No way. I think it's Dogey. Doge Coin. It does look like Doge. Right? I, I, I called it Doge I for a while. Yeah. It's Doggy Coin. Right? That makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> 15 more Are minutes. We? 15 more minutes. All, All right. right. So, um, oh, that's another thing. Is this just like a set amount of time and then you're like, bye. Are we supposed to t- We didn't talk about politics. We should talk about politics. No, right, guys? no, no. We don't have to. I don't think we have to, but people complain this when we don't. This is episode 40. Anything can happen. And this it, is 40. It be politics. This is 40. Right? Who's our 40th president? Is it? Nixon. No. No. Click. No. Clinton? Nixon? No. No, 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 no. Um, who is between? Clinton. Yeah, no. Trump. 
Obama. I'm, I'm gonna Google Clinton it. was forty two. Bush. If if it's Clinton, oh, it's Reagan. Clinton. Because Trump is forty five, oh, Obama's forty four, Clinton's forty three. That was a stupid oh, conversation. Bush is forty three, Clinton's forty two, and then JHWB is forty one, and then Ronald Reagan is forty. So your favorite president? He's not my favorite president. Why would you yeah, say that, Sam? Well, he was he was the most in line with your uh, political beliefs. No, he wasn't. The yeah, pres- he was. We've never had. The most, the president most in line with my political beliefs, probably Barack Obama. FDR. Oh, okay. The president who was the most alt center, right? The most alt center. H. W. Bush. L. B. J. L. B. J. Was the most alt center president. You know my favorite what? president. What? Miller Fillmore. Why was it Miller Fillmore? No, it's just funny because no one talks about Miller. L. B. J. L. B. J. Was kind. Okay, so L. B. J. LBJ had no time for id poll, right? LBJ, uh, LBJ connected with the talk common his- man with his honesty. He talked about his dick a lot. That's really alt center to talk about your dick. Yeah. Um, I mean, he would whip out his dick and like put it on the table, right? For reporters, jumbo, he called it. And then say like, in Texas, we have balls, right? That's very alt center, right? Um, and then, oh, like, yeah. you know, Texas actually has, uh, of all the deaths occurred by the death penalty since 1976, Texas makes up for half of them. That's right. LBJ was too cynical, though. Thanks to a nice governor in the, in the 90s. <laughs> Sorry. I think Lincoln's the most Matt. alt-center president. Lincoln? Matt, she is busting your balls. Right, mm. she's being, I mean, maybe that's the dynamic. Yeah, maybe that's the dynamic. <laughs> Maybe that's the dynamic going forward. We'll let the we'll let the listeners decide. I think the listeners are gonna love it. Honestly, not not gonna toot my own horn, but I think this is gonna be the bit the biggest episode the podcast has ever had because my my fan if you're not gonna, has been pretty I don't excited want, for this. Nice. I, don't, I don't want other people tooting my horns. You know. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. We could be expanding our audience into places I don't think you would have thought possible a year ago. That's because you have some random 23-year-old white girl from Long Island as a guest on the podcast. Hey, hey, we don't need to to talk about your age. Okay. We're going to get all the true crime people now, and that's a huge market. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, we had a – that was a really interesting uh, overview of serial killers and cocktails. We gotta market it like that because people either like serial killers or they don't. You know, yeah, no one's I, like I think, lukewarm I think about we them. had an interesting. Okay, so we just got started on serial killers. I mean, yeah, no, I I should come on and talk about serial killers. It'll be like my favorite murder, except not really, because the first podcast I ever tried listening to was that podcast, and I was going home from college and I took an edible. Sorry. And I was on the, the bus back to, to New York from my, my good old school. And um, I tried listening to it and I said, I don't like this. So then I listened. Oh, what was the song? It was When It Rains, It Pours by like Luke Combs, the country song. I ended up listening to that and analyzing the words. Because usually when I listen to music, I don't listen to the words. So but I've, ne- I've never looked back and tried listening to my favorite murder again. Who, What political figure, active politician, do you think is most likely to be a serial killer? <laughs> what politician in the world? Well, it depends US. what you mean by active. Could it be a, someone who is in the, the most recent who is a serial election? election? Who, who may have so Cawthorn, I think, is way up there. Yeah, um, just just candidates. Candidates, uh, you can count candidates, Hope. Okay, Sam Grady. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Sorry. No, I don't oh, I don't man. I don't know politics or politicians. Honestly, I think Matt, I love you too, and I don't think you're a serial killer, but I think you're more likely to be a serial killer than Sam Grady. No, I'm a stable guy. Everyone says I'm so stable, and I'm no, a no, relationship no. guy and, too. And and I, Matt's and a I never said you weren't. Matt, honestly, he couldn't harm a fly. Uh, you, I really want to be invited to your wedding. If it oh, ever that'd be great. 
2023 is when it's supposed to happen. That's when she's agreed to let me do it. Yes, because you said, I don't want to imply you're getting married, but I know you've spoken about it. And I don't know much about her, but I'm very happy for you. It seems like like you've, you've found your person. She says she says that it doesn't count because I, she she said it under duress. But I, I think she's kind of stretching the truth. I think what happened is she was like, that's five years in the future. It's not going to happen, right? Like she didn't need but to now, worry about it. But, but now here you are. Time marches on and we are we are now literally two years away. You know? Yeah. I've been in one relationship in my life. It lasted 11 days. The night we broke up was the night I got added to Bruno Matt Sexy Interrogation Hour and Grade Chat. Fun fact. Mm. And that was the new wow. chapter in my life. That's my worst nightmare is uh, breaking up with a girl and she joins that chat. <laughs> That's my dream. No. <laughs> of course. It's She's being still. sexually interrogated. Oh, you mean her own port, like her own interrogation chat? No, yours specifically. Oh, sh- I don't interrogate them. They interrogate me. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. It's, I, I, I love that. I'll be the first to say it. I Anything that has to say I'm intrigued by on any topic. Except, I am not in control except, of that chat. When he is trying to get guests on the podcast and posting the tweets of him asking. <laughs> that was a mistake, guys. I'm sorry oh, you guys saw boy. that. Oh, sorry. wow. Liam, Liam and Grady chat told me <laughs> wait, wait, that this porn Liam star would. Shout out? <laughs> Liam, this is Liam's fault. Liam was like, hey. Oh, my God. This porn, star, this, porn star would, this porn star will probably come on your show. She's in a bunch of DMs with me and she seems really great. And so I replied to her. And I was and like, do you said, like podcasts? And she was like, I'm not interested. <laughs> and he posted it, but the tweet he replied to was not enjoyable to I didn't really uh, process that the, that the tweet I was, you know, that if you went up yeah, the thread, no, you would see a tweet that no, would be problematic. I'm, I'm just I'm just being a bitch. It's fine. I'm sorry. It was an interesting video. It was an upsetting video to me. I, I didn't love it, but oh, some people might. I'm, I'm surprised, Sam. I thought I thought you would love it. So. There's a market for why, it. That's for sure. Why would you think I would? No, why would you think I, I would I'm, love I'm that? Just, I'm just being annoying. I'm joking. Oh, I see. All right. Well, I'm not to change. Sam just said in chat that I'm dying. I'm not dying. I'm doing great. Well, I think you sound like it a little. I've been so nice not checking my phone, but I, I think I need to see what I've missed. Because unlike Seriously? some other people <laughs> my age, I'm not addicted to my phone and can hold a conversation. Wow. Like, it's like a, can you imagine you know, it's like a black like, mirror, guys. Can you imagine listening to like Terry Gross and the the interviewee is like, <laughs> Sir, uh, Terry, there. I really need to check my phone. See what I mean? Yes, I can imagine that nowadays. Is Terry Gross still alive? Oh yeah, yeah. I never hear her on NPR. She switched all the time. Seeing you like as you, because Matt, whenever you talk, I just picture whoever's your icon. Like, even though I know that's not Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. I I don't know. The greatest centrist there is. The greatest centrist in all of Congress. (gasps) Am I the fourth Mike? Oh my god. Hey, oh, you got to cut that out. Why do we have to cut that out? Because it's a spoiler. Oh, is it a spoiler? What's a spoiler? I think it's a spoiler for episode 41, maybe, or 42. Oh, my God. I I should have a serial killer of the week. No, just a cocktail of the week. We could share a recipe. (laughs) Me as a woman could share a recipe because I love to cook. No, just kidding. Oh, I'd love some recipes. That's a fantastic idea. And now over to idea. Hope for the Murder Minute. Hope plus Chef. Murders and cocktails. Murders and cocktails. Yeah. That's a good cocktails idea. I kill. A cocktail no, representing, you know, each serial killer. Sure. They get their own drink. A dom, a domerita. <laughs> no, but I, I do like, because again, I am a little younger. So I like trying new cocktails and stuff. Because like when you're in college and you just drink like whatever's there like mm-hmm. i went to, I, I not like probably shouldn't i went to umass amherst if you've heard of that school that's where i went and um there there's in western massachusetts there's a brand of vodka called rubinoff it comes in a plastic bottle and it's 12 dollars for a handle which is like 1.75 liters whatever the measurement is that because some people don't call it handles but um so that's what I drank in college. 
So I like not drinking that anymore. Mm. It's been good. A lot of beer in college. I don't like beer. I started drinking and I was like a rum and coke guy. You know? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I started just drinking liquor straight. And then I started having this problem where I would go to bars and then it would be the time. Hair on your balls. Hair on my balls? Drinking liquor straight. Well, maybe that's my problem. Matt's going to get the hair removed up from his balls. Oh, yeah. No, he was talking about that. That's not a joke. We need. I want to have an expert on about that. I, I'm not an expert. I'm also not an expert on anal bleaching. I know you guys have been trying to get that on the the pod. We should just well. have Papa on. Papa knows that stuff. I'm yeah, sure. Papa, Papa will get you fixed up. She might not know the she ball stuff. She posted a really good video earlier. Did you pay for it? The full version? No, but the preview looked really cool. Yeah. Oh, are we done with the show yet? You're such a kid. Oh my god. We can keep going. Um, Are we there yet? Uh, you don't enjoy talking to me? I think Matt needs to use the restroom. We've never I'm gonna go before. pee. You guys talk while okay. I'm going. No, we can we can wrap it. We can, we can just, wrap it. Just wrap it. I think it's the 15 it. minutes or uh Yeah. Yeah, we just shoot for a little over so we edit it down. Okay, when you leave, click the leave session button in the upper top right. Okay. So we're leaving now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's great having you on. Have a good night.